Proactive Athletes is the premier place that empowers student athletes to overcome the challenges of college sports recruitment. Their unparalleled expertise and influential network will guide you towards realizing your fullest potential. At Proactive Athletes, they understand that each student athlete is unique, facing their own set of obstacles. That's why their dedicated team takes the time to comprehend your individual needs, providing a comprehensive hands-on approach tailored to your success. With their personalized attention and unwavering support, they ensure your satisfaction every step of the way. Through their vast network, they have successfully connected with over 2.3 million coaches, giving your child's profile the exposure it deserves. In fact, their student-athletes' profiles have been viewed by an astounding 716,000 coaches, solidifying their reputation as the go-to platform for recruitment. What sets them apart is their data-driven approach, allowing them to make informed decisions that result in better outcomes for their student-athletes. By harnessing the power of data, they maximize your child's chances of success as they embark on the next chapter of their athletic journey. Join the ranks of proactive athletes and unlock your true potential. Let them amplify your talent, connect you with coaches that want you but may not have known about you, and pave the way for your future success. Together, they will defy the odds and ensure that your dreams become a reality. Don't wait any longer. Get proactive in your child's recruitment process today by visiting proactiveathletes.com. And make sure you use Shark Effect 10 for 10% off. Wow, I'm now an athlete. That's who I am. And we attach to that. And we really just get more attached consciously and unconsciously. And those things take a really deep grip in who we are. And to, to untangle them and to be without that identity, our ego doesn't, it's, it doesn't know where to go. It, it's intercepted. Picked up by Alex Welcome to the Shark Effect Podcast. I'm your host, Alex Molden. I'm an NFL veteran of eight years, and now I'm an author, leadership and personal development coach, and international speaker. In this podcast, you will learn strategies to get unstuck in life and find your influence. You will hear inspirational and value-packed stories from former and current elite-level athletes, successful entrepreneurs, and experts in the field of personal development. My mission is to help former elite-level athletes find their identity and utilize their influence to create a life of impact. My guest this week is Brad Axelrad, whose profound life experiences and passion for entrepreneurship have culminated in a career marked by empowering others. Navigating the complex shift from semi-professional motocross racing to entrepreneurship, Brad understands better than most just how crucial it is to redefine your identity while pursuing a meaningful career. He has now turned his focus to supporting others helping them to overcome five common entrepreneurial fears as they design their own path to success. Hey, listen up, grab a pen and pad, and take notes, because this episode is chock full of information, especially if you're an entrepreneur. All right, here we go. Well, thank you, uh, Brad, for being a, a guest on the Shark Effect podcast. You know, we talked a couple of weeks ago, and, you know, I was just so intrigued by you and what you do. Um, and I just, I had to have you on, man. So thank you for agreeing to be on the Shark Effect. It's my honor to be here, man. I'm really excited to see where this conversation goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So man, tell me a little bit, can you tell my listeners a little bit about you and your background and, and why you're so special? <laughs> well, uh, 
I'm going to say I'm not special at all. We all we all go through our trials and tribulations in life, and uh, we, you know, as humans, we we get to we get to dust ourselves off and put on a different uh, different suit every day, whatever that is. You know, different different uniform. We get to we get to shift and change and evolve. And I've been through several of those evolutions in my life, and you know, coming from semi-professional motocross racing. So I know what it's like to suit up, put the uniform on, the gear, and be focused and dedicated and really committed to something. Every fiber of my being was committed to being one of the top, you know, motocross racers in my class and in my area and around. So I just appreciate anyone listening that's that's made that level of commitment and sacrifice. So I, I get that. Um, and I also know the challenge of transitioning from that identity, that personality, you know, the, the success, the celebrity, the money, all the things. I didn't quite have that in, in motocross back then. There's a lot more money in the, in that game. Uh, but, uh, you know, I know I know how hard it can be to sort of step into that new evolution of yourself. And I found myself really confused after I quit motocross because that was my entire life for, for decades. Mm. Um, and... Uh, and so I just relate to that. I know we're going to talk a lot of, a lot more about that, but I can, at this stage, I've turned my purpose into helping others find their purpose, their calling, their mission, and packaging all of that up into a business that sets them free, that creates a sense of contribution and freedom. And so that that's it in a nutshell. Love that. So you help people kind of create things like a entrepreneur and, um, you know, that's one of the things when I know a lot, not just myself, but as, as athletes, man, we, we want to still be our own boss, I guess. Um, yeah. when we finish doing our sport and a lot of us, we, we, we hear this word entrepreneur and it sounds sexy. Um, <laughs> but there's a lot of things that go along with it. <laughs> there's a lot of things that go along with, with having that title. Um, what are some yeah. of the hiccups? I know you talk a lot about fears. What are yeah. some of the things that as, you know, and, and not just as athletes, but, you know, as people, when we start, you know, we think we have a product, we think we have an idea and we want yeah. to put it into fruition. What are some of the things that we need to overcome before we go down this road? Yeah, it's a, there, there's a lot of truth in what you said. It sounds sexy and it, 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 it can be. Uh, also, I'm assuming a you and a lot of folks watching this and listening would rather work a hundred hours a week for yourself instead of 50 or you know, 40 or something for someone else. I know I would. Um, and the, the not sexy part about entrepreneurship is that, you know, we have to do everything in the business. We think we're great technicians. I think of Michael Gerber from the, the book Emeth that I've interviewed Michael. Uh, it's the number one best-selling business book of all time. I've interviewed Michael. He's spoken on my stage. He, he led a panel at one of my events years ago. And what he talks about in the e-myth is so brilliant. He talks about the entrepreneurial myth is that uh, we're great technicians. We're great ball players. We're great uh, auto body repair people. We're great mechanics. Whatever it is, whatever you're good at as a technician doesn't translate into running a business because that's just one small part of running a business. There's all these other layers that are not sexy. That one part is sexy and that's 20% of it. And the other 80% is, 
it can be really challenging. And so, you know, some of the things that come up when running a business, in particular, the folks that I work with mostly uh, are speakers, authors, coaches. They want to have a podcast, produce events. They have a message they want to share in the world. And I found that these five fears come up uh, and these fears can show up in many different ways in procrastination and hesitation and resistance and uh, addiction, distraction. And but these five core things that I've come up with are imposter, scarcity, value, unheard and critics. So those five dragons, what I call dragons, are, are there. They're always present. And, and they're going to sometimes stop stop you from moving forward in your business or your life or relationship or anything. Mm, these five dragons. Yeah. What is, um, so when you start to break this down, like, did you just look into your own background and your own life or did you um, start to come up with it when you were coaching, um, you know, other people? Or did you so, read about it? How did you how did you come up with this? It's a great question. So so these these came from years of producing events. I've produced over two hundred live events. I've had thousands of people in my audience. I've worked with hundreds of people one on one or in groups, coaching them, masterminds. And after being in this space for a long time and working with entrepreneurs for geez since basically two thousand five. I found that these are the core main things. Initially, it came out as the fear of public speaking or the fear of charging high fees or the fear of talking on camera. But that's not really what it is. It's, it's, it's deeper than that. It's underneath that. It's, it's really that, wow, if I speak and say something dumb, people might think I don't know what I'm talking about. So therefore, I, I won't go out and speak or I won't. Build the, build the message because nobody will buy from me. Build a platform. Nobody's going to buy. These are all present for us as we step into entrepreneurship or anything for that matter. There's always something there. Whether we're willing to see it or even can see it or admit it, that's really the thing. They're kind of hidden. They're subconscious. So, yeah, it just in, in, in life experience of me having to face a lot of these two, my greatest fear, which you probably wouldn't ever guess it, is the fear of public speaking. Hmm. I had a horrible fear of public speaking and I still get nervous, but now I've learned to channel that energy into something good. Just like when you step on the, on the football field or the, or the basketball court or the motocross start, we've got to learn to trans transform and use the energy of fear or excitement in for, you know, for in to our advantage. Yeah. I love that. That's great. So you talk about events. And like, what type of events have you been doing over the past, I don't know, decade or decades? Yeah, yeah. Almost two decades at this point. It's okay. crazy. Uh, it's crazy to think that. Uh, mostly transformational leadership, conscious business, conscious networking, uh, bringing entrepreneurs together to, to heal, to recharge, to network, to grow, to expand, to play, to have fun. It's like we've got to be this whole range of all emotions we sometimes forget as athletes or as entrepreneurs to play. Um, so, so the, And boundaries in all of these, right? Too much work, too much play. We've got to have boundaries. But 
Yeah, so, so mostly events uh, that were focused on helping people get clear on, on who they are, what they are in the world, how they want to live their life in the world, and then understanding from that place of who, how, like who, how can they create a business around that? How do they amplify their impact? How do they build a bigger business in that, in that space? So most, mostly entrepreneurs. I like that because, you know, one thing that I know for me is once I start to really look in the mirror and find out and ask myself tough questions before I started, you know, I was still in this stage where I finished playing ball and I really didn't know who I was because I was defined by what I did. And, and once I got myself a coach and he helped me kind of figure out and start asking questions about who exactly Alex Molden is. What does he stand for? What does he um, want to be known for? And, you know, it, it started to more and more. It was less about what I did. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Less about like that, that game of football that yeah. and, and, and other sports, when you do anything at a high level, you, you kind of lose yourself into it. Yeah. I think you, you, you have to, you yep. know, to, 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 to reach these certain levels that, nobody else is, you know, or very few people are able to do. So, you know, when you said that, like, oh man, so there's events out there that helps me kind of define or identify exactly who I am. I think that's, that's magnificent. Yeah. Well, we, like you said, we, we take on a lot of uh, things from the outside world, Uh, childhood programming, parental programming, um, church programming, uh, uh, school, uh, cultural, and and those aren't really who we are. And then we start taking on more identities of, wow, I'm now an athlete. That's who I am. And we attach to that. And we really did just get more attached consciously and unconsciously. And those things take a really deep grip in who we are and to, to untangle them yeah. and to be without that identity. Our ego doesn't, it's, it doesn't know where to go. It's This week's episode of The Shark Effect is brought to you by The Shift Group. Shift Group is turning athletes into sales professionals. Is your company looking to hire driven, competitive former athletes? Are you a former college or pro athlete in any sport and trying to figure out what's next? Consider a meaningful career in business-to-business sales and let The Shift Group guide you every step of the way. Register on the Shark Effect-specific link in our show notes to get started or email sales at shiftgroup.io. Shift Group specializes in helping former athletes unlock the lucrative career of business-to-business sales by leveraging their characteristics of focus, discipline, coachability, competitiveness, and work ethic. With a unique one-on-one approach to an entire hiring process with hundreds of companies across software, healthcare, and financial services looking to hire athletes specifically. Make sure you check them out. It's really, really confused. It just doesn't understand. And, and then so we then attach to another identity. And that's what we're constantly doing as, as humans is attaching to identity. So when you come to places, I think of one called the Hoffman Institute, the Hoffman Process, hoffmaninstitute.org. It's the most beautiful, deep work at unraveling these layers of conditioning and programming and many of you know professional athletes have been there major celebrities go there 
you know, the Brad Pitts of the world, like go to this place. It's, it's incredible, but it's really about deprogramming all the patterns and imprinting we learned from childhood and from social and cultural programming. It's super powerful. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That's something, you know, so you said something um, about in these different events, like conscious, you say conscious networking. Yeah. Tell me a little bit more about that. I'm, I'm interested to hear a little bit more conscious networking because that's okay. such a, that's the buzzword, right? But you yeah. said conscious, that's, that's not a buzzword. That that's something that goes a little bit deeper. So I'm, I'm very interested. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. So we've all been to a networking event, right? Or even an event where there's networking happening, but there are events that are focused on networking. We're going to network. That's the intention. And most people show up to these events They've got a stack of business cards and they're just trying to talk to as many people as they can, pushing their business on others. Like, hey, this is this is what I do and this is what I what I sell and you need to buy from me. And that that's uh, that doesn't work. It's it's really intrusive and, and kind of high pressure. So what a conscious networking experience looks like is I we would do some training for everybody in the room to get really clear on what they're elevator pitch was like this this is what i do i'm brad axelrad i work with coaches and consultants to help them leverage their fear into a coaching business that sets them free or something like that depends on the situation and what i'm looking for next is someone who can introduce me to a web developer whatever it is uh i'm looking to to speak on stages who do you know and so everyone in the room is practicing this style of networking and we're all scouting and looking for others in the room. Oh, I met Susie and Joe. They need that. And then you go and come meet them and you drag them over. So everyone's in this place of service, connecting people in the room with people that they need to meet. Instead of you going out and sort of spraying your business card on everybody, you're now clear in what, you're, what, you're, what you do and what your ask is. And people are scouting for you. It's brilliant. Yeah, I like that. Where you start to connect the dots. I, when you when you hear yeah. the word network, that's what I I think networking, not just like yeah. you said, handing out your handing out your card. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. as a so as a new entrepreneur, what are some things that um, you know, let's say I I've um I've kind of found who I am and yeah. what my secret sauce is, or maybe I'm selling sweatshirts. What in your mind, should the next step be? Or maybe there's steps. Well, when building a business, an entrepreneurial business, any business, but most of us are entrepreneurs. Some are small business owners. Others are technicians trying to run a business, like I was mentioning earlier. Mm-hmm. There is a sequence to building business. And oftentimes, we, we jump around. We, we try to build a website way before we have the core message and offer and Paint a promise solution. So there is a sequence to, to business, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's one thing is to understand the sequence. Get someone that can help you sequence the business from, from A to Z. Uh, you know, and then once you have most of that figured out, it's always good to get advice from mentors, uh, small business. I'm trying to think what those guys used to be called. There's a SBA that, that will work, small business administration. And there's mentors there that will help mentor you to start a business if you can't afford a coach or a consultant like myself to help frame it up for you. 
Um, you can go to SBA. It's on the tip of my tongue. I'm trying to remember the name of it, but there's something in local communities where they where they do that. Oh, uh, it's been a long time since I've I've sent someone there or mentioned that. Gotcha. Yeah. So again, you know, there's the, the big thing is leveraging overseas help. Most of us get stuck. A lot of us get stuck mm-hmm. when there's so much to do and we're not sure what to do next. Anytime I'm feeling that level of overwhelm, my first thought is to fire it off to one of my team members and say, hey, this is what we need to do. What do you think we should do? So it's a form of asking for help by delegation, hiring cheaper, low, you know, low cost overseas help. I try to flip the, the pyramid. It's not, it's not like this where I'm on top and everybody's underneath me. I flip it upside down. I'm on the bottom. I, I just have these folks tell me what to do. This is what we're trying to accomplish, guys. It empowers people when they feel they have a vested interest in the business and their thoughts matter. Their input matters. Their, their skills matter. Instead of just being an order taker, flip the pyramid upside down, delegate to them and say, what do you think we should do? Oh, yeah, this is what we're trying to accomplish. But overseas help when you get stuck on the cheap, mm-hmm. five, seven, eight, ten dollars an hour, get them to move the projects forward. You tell them what needs to get done and let them figure out the how they feel empowered and excited. It's it's a good way to do it. I like to get that. on the side. Yeah, yeah, I like that. And then yeah. what about like what are your thoughts on on branding? Yeah. Well, we got to start with a brand. <laughs> you know, that's 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 one of the first steps in the sequence is 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 brand. So brand's an emotional experience. It it's it's it it needs to convey an experience. You know, you, you see the brand, like what's happening here? This is unique and different. Um, people want to feel with clarity and um, have an emotional, visceral experience when they see a brand. Um, but that, that's one of the first steps, absolutely figuring out the brand, positioning and branding. Gotcha. And so yeah. what if like these, these athletes, no matter male, female, basketball, motocross, whatever, and they already have a like a following and they you know they have an idea or they have something that they they think you know has some legs how should how should they uh, position themselves as as a I guess a new entrepreneur like you know do they put together a team do they get the product um you know the whole brand deal like how do you how would how would you help them out it's a really good question so it kind of depends what they want to create. If they're looking to sort of endorse a product or become an influencer or to create a widget or to become a speaker, um, really depends on the, the path to contribution or business revenue or success, whatever success looks like. So defining your outcome first and foremost, who do you want to be? What do you want your life to look like? Do you want to be in a suit, for example? Some people love wearing a suit every day. I used to for years. It was fun. I liked suiting up. You know, I'd put on that that important suit, my friend used to say. Like, <laughs> but you feel a little like, oh, I'm pretty cool. Yeah. So it just depends what the business looks like. Who, who do you want to be? I, I, I like to outline one of the processes I use is outlining your ideal day. What does it look like? You wake up, you do this, you meditate, you hike, you work out, whatever it is, you you drink your juice, and then you you sit on the computer and you work all day. Or 
you throw the suit on, you're in the car, you're knocking on doors, or you're speaking on stage, like begin with the end in mind, Stephen Covey. Build it backwards. For me, I live in Mexico. I'm looking out at palm trees. The other direction, we're looking out over a lagoon and yachts and like like Miami kind of here in, in Mexico. Like I I had to put a shirt on for this, Alex. I don't that's my well, life you. by design. <laughs> You're welcome. I don't want to wear a shirt. I want to be in shorts every day and I want to swim. Like so begin with the end in mind. So many of us start enthusiastically running in the wrong direction. Mm. It's important to be inspired and enthusiastic, but it's better to walk down the right path instead of running down the wrong one and backing yourself into a business you hate. Mm. That's something. Don't think about that. Yeah. Yeah. So how can my, well, before we, you know, we close up, what is something that, you think that would benefit like my listeners? What's, what's something? Cause I mean, cause I asked a lot of different questions and whatnot, but what is something yeah. that you wish that I would have asked? Well, that's a great question. <laughs> like you've done this before. Really, really good. <laughs> something that I wish you would have asked. Well, uh, what kind of along the lines of um, what, would I or could I have let go of sooner and faster to get more success and more freedom? Uh, meaning, like, I think in, in our lives, we hold on to these identities. It's hard to let go, like we talked about. That's hard to make that transition, so we hold on. Mm-hmm. That's, the, that's one thing. Um, but another thing is friendships, relationships, businesses I've been associated with or clients that I I didn't necessarily like to work with. So the point being, how and where can we release attachment? I wish I would have released attachment sooner. I'll speak about myself, let go of things faster and had the courage to move into something more aligned. Mm, I like that. Yeah. So if someone wanted to reach out to you and have them or have you coach them, how do they go about doing that? Like who's your ideal client? Yeah. Is someone like yourself, speaker, author, coach, uh, event producer, podcast host, somebody looking to build their influencer business, but not in the traditional influencer marketing, but they want to become an influencer in the sense sense that they want to create an impact in the world with their voice. Uh, you find me at faceyourdragon.com. And uh, if you go to faceyourdragon.com, you'll see that I had a podcast where I interviewed amazing thought leaders. I was just turning on WhatsApp. I had a couple messages pop up there. I forgot to turn that up. And I've interviewed amazing celebrity thought leaders, like the first guest on the Face Your Dragon podcast at faceyourdragon.com was Don Miguel Ruiz of the, of the Four Agreements. You guys may have read that, know of the book. The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks, he was guest number two. Big, big titans of transformational leadership are on the website. Amazing interviews, with really cool people. And there's also a quiz there. If you want to take the quiz to discover the number one hidden fear stopping you from earning what you're worth, you can you can take the quiz there. It takes you to a really cool specific training to how you test it out in the quiz. Mm. And uh, yeah, some good good stuff at faceyourdragon.com. Mm, love that. 
So, um, are you on LinkedIn? I, well, I know you're on LinkedIn, but yeah, so LinkedIn, I, I'm going to have all this. Yeah. Okay, cool. I'm going to have all this on the show notes. Cool. Um, man, Brad, this has been very enlightening. Um, I mean, I wish I would have had your, uh, I would have had you back in the day when I first started getting into this, this cool, sexy, you know, entrepreneur, <laughs> I would have, you would have got me where I wanted to go a lot sooner, man. So thank you for what you're doing. And uh, man, keep spreading what you're doing, man. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Shark Effect Podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard today, please share it with a friend. And if you haven't already, subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback for us, you can reach me directly at thesharkeffect.com. Thanks for listening.